What's up, y'all? Listen, I want to give y'all a little quick, quick thing here. I wanted to put the NBA draft room and look at where some of the, the prospects for Villanova are right now for NBA draft room. Uh, one guy we're going to talk about is Eric Pascal. He went down, y'all. He, we know he went down, but he should be. He'll rise back up soon. But right now, that's where he should be at the 44 spot, 44 prospects, 69, 255, compared to a guy like Kenny Thomas. You know, NBA draft room says, Pascal has steadily improved each year and become a consistent all-around player who brings great energy and does all the dirty work. He's shown the ability to hit the three, a skill that will make or break his NBA career, and which is right. You can play small, play power forward. But that's the guy there for Villanova. Um, Phil Booth is a guy that, you know, I feel like is a guy to watch in this draft. Who could come up, race? I mean, he could really – he's starting to really heat things up. And the people don't see that. It's kind of crazy, all right? Now, let's go to some other guys who Villanova has as prospects in this draft. Now, we all know the great 2019 you know, class, which is third ranked in the nation right now. Um, there's some good guys, man. Brian Antoine's number five right now. I mean, he's been explosive. He's been virtually – he's just been – he's number five prospect in this draft. Other guys like Khalil Whitney, James Wiseman, Anthony Edwards, Jaden – McDaniels are all guys there. Jay McDaniels has become the number one prospect in that. But Brian Antoine's there. And um just just super, super good players that are um with Villanova on that team. Yeah, I virtually watch for some guys, man. Um these guys are Brian Antoine's just a guy that can really, really play big, big games. I mean, even last year, I think last year, and Javon Quinley's on the bubble for this class right now. Um, They say he's an up-tempo jitterbug who plays with the attitude, a gamer who is undersized but plays big in big moments. You know, Quinley's a bad boy, man. And soon we'll see where he goes next year when he gets on the floor. And I think that's the indecisive thing that I even got going on with me right now. With Brian Antoine, um, what's said about him by NBA Draft Room is a long, smooth, and talented combo guard who could really get above the rim. A versatile player who can play on or off the ball. And he compared a little bit to a Tyreek Evans. If I had to give a, a, a like, for real, Brian Antoine is more like McGrady slash um, James Harden slash uh, a little bit of Kobe. Like, you just... I don't think people realize how special Brian Antoine is, man. I mean, he's a special player. He's special. He's special, man. Like, him and Scotty Lewis are some special players. And, and it's big right there. But those are what those guys are. Now, let's talk about more about um, other drafts. 2021 draft. Unbelievable talent, right? Scotty Barnes is a six-rated prospect. Barnes is a sensational all-around talent who shows point guard skills in a big, solid 6'8 frame. He gets after it on defense. Hits the boys hard and push the ball in transition is a talented score. The sky's the limit. You know, comparing a little bit to Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris is good, but Scotty Barnes is a different athlete. I don't think if you want to compare him to anybody, you got to go with you give him Nicholas Batum, you give him um Kevin Durant. Because he's long to shoot. Now we're talking about now. Maybe let me take the Kevin Durant a little bit of it, but he's long at six eight for his size and can shoot that rock. I don't think people know how good he can shoot that rock. But you give him more of a Nicholas Platoon, you give him a, a little little combination of Ben Simmons, you give him a little combination of um Clay Thompson. I mean, you gotta mix him with different guys because he's long, he can shoot, he can he can drive to the hole, he can play elite defense. I mean, what else? Ryan, you got to put a little Ryan Artest in him. That's what I mean. Guys like this aren't created yet. He's a different type of monster with his with talent. It's really hard to compare a guy like that when you watch him. You want to say Clyde Drexler with Nicholas Platoon. How about that? Clyde Drexler and Nicholas Platoon. I mean, if you want to compare him to any athlete, I say Clyde Drexler. And like I say, this then this you bring Nicholas Platoon 8.0 because Nicholas Platoon was a good player. But he's more of a gamer, a guy that could take over games, Scotty Barnes. And I just think he's in that mode. Um, 
other guys, you look at them, you know, Jeremy Roach is number 18th ranked prospect. A true league guard with great handles who penetrates the lane well. That's good size, strength, and a quick first step. Compare him to Kyle Lowry. Now, Kyle Lowry, no. Kyle, I say Steve Francis. Uh, he's Steve Francis um, mixed with Rod Strickland. I mean, he can shoot the ball. He's smart. He doesn't have to dunk on you. You don't have to explode. But this guy can make you look stupid. He can actually make 6'2". He can really get up there, and he can play. He's explosive. You know, um, it's a lot of good players in this 2021 draft. And uh, Listen, 18th rank, you see it right there. And you got Scotty Barnes. Those are two guys looked at as guys that could, Jeremiah Robinson Earl is a 28th ranked guy in the 2021 draft. A smooth and talented powerful with good ball skills, handles, and a soft touch around the basket. To me, I think there's nobody going to be as skilled as him when he gets to this draft. That's the two and done, they're saying. Saying two and done, which I think could definitely happen with Jeremiah Robinson Earl. I think he'll come off the bench regardless, and Cole Swider will start. And I'm thinking, I'm just trying to think, you know, I know I'm looking at what Jay Wright does. Both him and Antoine can come off the bench. I really think that could happen. But we'll see. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll really will see. Uh, Moses Moody is another guy that uh, is on the recruiting, you know, target for Villanova. He's, um, I talked to his dad the other day, good guy. Uh, Kareem Moody, shout out to him. One of the best shooters in high school ball, regardless of class, Moody is an absolutely lethal from three-point range. Compare him to Allen Houston. Great comparison. Absolutely great comparison. Moses Moody is a 10th-ranked prospect in the 2021 draft. At Little Rock, Arkansas. That's where I'm about. I stay in Marmel, Arkansas. It's about 20 minutes up the street, you know. Um, good kid, north of the Rock. Um... Yeah, north of the Rock. It's a little Rock. It's north of the Rock, Arkansas. There, yeah. it's just two different play. But the guy's good. Um, another guy. Now, Jalen Green. We know he's the number one guy. That's we gave him an early comparison. Kobe. I said he's Kobe. It's Kobe. Jalen Green is Kobe. The write up on him is Jalen Green might be the best prospect in high school basketball, regardless of class. He's a sensational athlete with truly elite leaping ability and a scores mentality. He leads. He heads an insanely strong class, which projects as the best draft class in many years. You know, um, I had an article on him. You can see on NBA Draft Room called The One. Um, I just think he's that guy. Now, um, talked to you about R.J. Hampton. He's number three in his class. Uh, even more, Isaiah Tide has an offer. Tide is a silky smooth and ultra talented power forward. Who plays a finesse game? He can shoot it with range, take his man off the bounce, and use his awesome mobility and coordination to blow by defenders. Chris Bosch. That's a pretty good comparison. I just think he'll be better. Chris Bosch about 3.0. I think that's a great comparison, though. But Todd is just a better offensive player. Um, Hampton is a dynamic point guard who has great size for the position. An elite first step and polished all-around game. He can shoot from deep. Get to the rim. He has the type of athletic ability and elite skill level only found in top five picks. And I got a one-on-one interview with him. It's my guy there. Shout out to his dad, Rod. Um, and, you know, shout out to his mom, Hampton family. I just think he's a good player. Six four. People say he's a point guard, but he's not a point guard. You, you're taking so much away from RJ letting him play point guard. Let these killers be killers. Jalen Green don't need to be a point guard. Let these killers be killers. But hey, um, what did I know? Kyrie Walker's a big time player. Um, BJ Boston was a guy Villanova. You know, I talked to his dad recently. Villanova had to reach out, but that was a guy who visited Villanova. He's 12th ranked. Johnny Juzan, yes, he is on the recruiting board. He has family in Pennsylvania. Um, fans of Villanova. A lethal shooter who can light it up from downtown and score in the mid-range. He has great size on the wing and an advanced feel for the game. Dylan Brooks. Whew. Dylan Brooks is good, but I saying Johnny Jews ain't can shoot. That's Clay Thompson all day. Uh uh Clay Thompson 2.0. We got 6'7, 200. I two Jay, Clay Thompson 2.0. All right. Um Also, um, let's see. 
Matthew Hurt. Now, Matthew Hurt, a solid all-around player with an excellent shooting stroke and official offensive game, born to score the rock. Man can shoot, man. 6'10. It's a big guy. He's a uh TJ Leaf type. I mean, that's, that's a good comparison, but I just think he has a better jumper at 6'9. He can really I, I really think he's gonna be an excellent pro, uh Matthew Hurt. But that's a guy that um Villanova, Villanova really said they're not recruiting him. Um, so that's a little different. Um, there are certain guys also playing, you know, that Villanova has some pretty good players, pretty good players that can really play. Um, this 2021 class is a very good class. Jabri Abdurrahim is the 53rd ranked guy in this class right now. Looking at a lot of guys, uh, NBA Mike Drafrum, shout out to him. NBA Drafrum's doing a big, 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 um, you know, scouting look at the, the 2021 class. This is a very talented group, and it's, it's going to be interesting to see who else comes up. Um, but those are your guys of Villanova, and then not to mention, you never know who could come up. Next year, who's to say Sadiq Bay or Jermaine Samuels don't turn to those guys that have big season? You know, Jay Wright rewards people for excellent play. So, you know, this is a quick, you know, you know nothing, you need no music, no nothing on this one. I wanted to break down some of the players they have. Kyle Gillespie is an NBA player. I, I feel like after four years with Villanova, he will be on an NBA team whether he's drafted or not. I just think he's a, he's a basketball player. He will make a team. He will play a long time in the NBA. He'll be 11, 12, 13-year veteran. He's a smart basketball player. I really believe Kyle Gillespie will be in the NBA. Okay. Um Sadiq Bay and, and Jermaine Simmons, I, I believe it. I do. Now that Nova has went to another level and people know how good these guys are, whether they're directed or not, people want to get a Villanova player. And Sadiq Bay and Samuels, it's going to be so interesting to see. That's why I say nobody should, is really going to – I don't think Antoine starts on that mark. I think it's Samuels and Bay. They played too hard at that three position. Nobody's going to have that three position but Samuels and Bay. Uh, as far as shooting guard goes, it's going to be a fight. If Antoine comes and takes it, he takes it. And the same thing with Quinley and, and Gillespie. Like, he's going to have to earn it. Everybody's going to have to earn it. One thing's for sure, they're going to be deep and they're going to be good. But people are going to have to earn those spots. Uh, everybody is. Especially next year. I, I think even next year, uh, Roundtree going at it with Dixon. He has a, Dixon has the ability to take that position. Roundtree's good, but Roundtree won't lose if Dixon plays good. They'll just give Dixon minutes. If Roundtree plays and evolves into that, because really if you look at his experience, they want Roundtree to be the center. Then you look at power forward, and, you know, if Jeremiah Robinson Earl beats out Cole Swider, hey, that's what happened. But if Cole Swider plays better and Jeremiah Robinson Earl just play, if Cole Swider shows he evolved, and Jeremiah Robinson Earl just plays good. You know, he has to really overwhelm. Like, he has to really show something. He really does. If, if Robinson plays better than Swider, then, they, listen, he takes it. But if he just, you know, they just play the same and they both play good, then Swider starts. They play the same and just, you know, he has to overwhelm. He has to beat out Swider. Now, it's going to be some good battling next year because you look at Brandon Slater and who? Antoine. Justin Moore, I mean, it's going to be some battling. It's going to be some good battling. These guys, Justin Moore is going to be an NBA pro. Brandon Slater is an NBA pro. The thing is, these guys are going to stay four years. Slater's going to be a four-year guy. Moore is going to be a four-year guy. They're going to have a, a, another another championship team about four years down the line to where you have guys like Moore and uh, Slater on there. And Cole Swider, like, for real. Like, Cole Swider will be, for one, for Cole Swider – will be, he's a sophomore next year, and so is Slater, right? Then you come in with Justin Moore, and you come in with Eric Dixon. All these guys are going to be together for a couple of years. For about two more years, you're going to see these all these guys ball out, those guys, besides the other guys that come in. 
You still got Sadiq Bay, who got three, also got going to have his, you know, three more years. You still got Samuels who's going to be here. You still got Gillespie who's going to be here. I mean, they're going to have guys besides guys who are going to leave early. They're going to be here. It's going to allow Villanova to be an elite team for years. They have so many guys who are going to be here four years. So it's going to be big. And I'm interested to see who they get in 2020. I'm very excited to see who they'll get. If Roach, the commitment of Jeremy Roach is going to start something big. And with if Villanova winning now, it really brings a lot to the table. And they're going to keep on winning and teams are going to see that. Now, Javon Quinley is having fun. And they also bring recruits in because a lot of people were going for Quinley. They were like, oh, Quinley not getting the time, this and that. But a lot of people respect respect Jay Wright, even people that said that. They knew that Quinley was going to get his time. They know what type of coach he is. Quinley started getting his time now. I mean, he can really get to the basket, man. <laughs> he is fun to watch. I, I just want to see him get more minutes, man. So, all right, y'all, y'all go ahead and enjoy this. The second segment, I wanted to get more in the NBA draft. I got a little too comfortable right there just talking about the greatness of Villanova and what they do. See y'all again. This is this is second segment part, right? Just wanted to get y'all more into the NBA draft room part of things. Check out NBA draft room and look around, see what's going on. It's a lot of interviews, guys, um, good players, players that can really ball out, man. So, listen, I'm going to get back at y'all again. I go file lead. I'm out. What's going on, y'all? This is Villanova Radio. Coming to tell y'all about this great win that Villanova had against St. John's. That was just crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Javon Quinlan, Eric Pascal, Colin Gillespie, Jermaine Samuel all played a big part. Sadiq Bay. Sadiq Bay. What we are looking at with this team is a big time team. We are entering big things with this squad. Like, this is a, a major growth in this squad. I'm coming. I, I got to come and unload some real big things to y'all about Villanova. And playing against Shamari Pines, guy like LJ Figueroa, um, Aheron. I mean, these guys can really ball. 14-1. This was a big sentiment because I felt like Villanova should have been in the top 25. So, in my opinion, I just feel like everything was just completely – I mean, we shouldn't be in this position to the point. I mean, Villanova, we lost some games, sure enough, but are you serious? Villanova's not in the top 25? And this game really let it be known. Villanova was down a couple of times. You can see the signs of a young team, man. You can clearly see the signs of a young team. So, when we come back – we're going to get into this Villanova St. John's thing real quick. And 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 it, it was big. It was a big, big testament of a team. So we'll be back after this. Talk about 
the win that Villanova had, the successful win, coming back, 76-71. Phil Booth, once again, that guy, Stout. Now to see Pascal and Booth giving each other that. You know, like, that's what Villanova's about. The seniors have to step up. They've been there. I know Dada's been there and Gillespie's been there and with them, but they're not those guys. They're not the guys that got to lead this team. And 25 points from Pascal and 23 from Booth and a big Big East game against the top, to me, team Big East at the time. It wasn't, even though Nova had the better conference record, this team's 14-1. We had to beat this team. Had a good game against Kansas. They didn't blew out. You got to come play Villanova. Michigan blew them out. And I think ever since then, it was like a wake-up call. I mean, not even then. I think the Furman loss was – it was just losses that Villanova wouldn't have had. And these were competitive teams that beat Villanova. Nobody that beat Villanova. Look at their record. Look at their resume. Clearly, they all these teams are good teams. You don't get beat by nobody crazy. And I think a lot of people looked at that pin loss, and they were just really, really crazy. Like losing their minds, like you know. But Villanova is a young team. People should expect this, but they're still three and zero in one of the toughest conferences in the nation. To me, the toughest conference in the nation. And they're twelve and four, and now they should be headed thirteen and four into the top twenty-five. There's no question about this. No negotiation <laughs> should be there. Um, Primo and Dada, you know, they were blank. You know, had zeros. Primo had 16 minutes on the shot. Had two attempts. Dada only played five minutes. He had to come out. Gillespie had seven points, six rebounds. Uh, six assists, five rebounds. Playing that point guard role. I think I'm looking at Gillespie and, you know, he, look at the Gillespie, Quinterly, and Bay Samuels. Let's go back to that. People was like, oh, Bay is ready, this and that. But listen, look, look at both of their stats. In 27 minutes, Bay had seven points, eight rebounds, two for four from the field. But see, Samuels, in 16 minutes, he had six points and four rebounds. Just in 16 minutes. That, just in 16 minutes. Both guys are going to be good, but this is when I tell people that Samuels, to me, is a better player than Bay. But as a defensive guy, Bay is better. He's longer, he's stronger. And I think that's why he goes in. He really plays good defense. He's stronger. It's just a great problem to have until two. I have I don't remember having seen two wings like this in a minute. Um it's been a minute they were this talented on Villanova. Um because you see Nova starting Cremo. But Cremo only got 16 minutes. You bring Bay in for 27 minutes. Sam was in for 16 more minutes. Um, Cole Swider came in, hit two clutch free throws. Bay hit two big free throws. I mean, what more can you ask for from this 2018 class? Quinterly, six points, two steals. Uh, plus rating. Unbelievable. Unbelievable play. Quinterly has just been phenomenal. He's been the X Factor. He adds a spark. Six points in 11 minutes, mind you. Regulus, we had 34 minutes, he had seven points. I just feel like that Quinley next year could see the bench because it's just good for the team. Quinley's faster. Antoine, he could bring Gillespie off the bench. No one in the country would be able to handle Gillespie because not, not many or who, who has a championship guard. This isn't the NBA. Who has a championship guard on their team? And then he'll be a captain. He, he was a captain this year. Gillespie's a leader. They have him come off the bench with Quinley. That that then you still got Justin Moore. To think of that four guard rotation is crazy. That four guard rotation with Justin Moore, Kyle Gillespie, Brian Antoine, Javon Quinley is only unfair. And what Villanova can do with freshmen, you have to be excited about what he'll do with Justin Moore. And Brandon Slater, look at, listen, watch out. Because next year, Gillespie will be a junior. Slater come in. Slater's going to get time. I mean, and, but Justin Moore could be the Sadiq Bayer's team. He could be the guy to show up in practices because he's such a killer. 
But Brandon Slater, this is his second year, and believe me, he's gonna have fun. Slater gonna get that time. I think Slater backs up uh Antoine. I do, I think Slater backs up Antoine. I just think that you, you do get just a moment what he could do, but Slater's a beast. A hug, I mean, I can't wait to see Slater get that more time. Brandon Slater is a big time player. You bring in Jeremiah Robinson Earl, Eric Dixon, who have been having elite games this year. Um, Antoine has reached over 2,000 points scoring. Jeremiah Robinson Earl getting six points, 19 points, 16 point games. Um, Eric Dixon is another guy who's been having a monster game. I think all these guys are five stars. They're so elite. Every time they touch the floor, they're one of the best players on the floor against any elite competition. Elijah Hudson's Everett is a the guy they are recruiting. That um is big. We'll, we'll talk more about that. But let's just talk about uh the Creighton game. Um, the Creighton game is a game you must must watch out for. All right. But first, let's talk about uh Samari Pines had twenty three points. L J Figueroa had fourteen points. Mustafa Huron had eight points. Uh, Justin Simon had thirteen points, nine rebounds. I mean, nine assists, excuse me, six rebounds. Good game. 20 points, six assists for uh, Pines. Yeah, talented team. Just talented team. Booth had 23 points, seven rebounds, four assists. 25 points, eight rebounds for my boy Pascal. Listen, eight for 14 from the field and three for five from three. Six for eight from the free throw line. Pascal had a great all-around game. Booth, six for 11 from three. I mean, it came to play. They came to let people know they came to play. Came to play. Um, Villanova plays against Creighton, who has some good, good players. A lot of under, a lot of young guys. A lot of young guys are on Creighton. A lot of young players are on Creighton. Uh, they will be playing them on the thirteenth. There are some big time players on this squad. Guys that can really, really play basketball, but they're young. And it's kind of phenomenal to see what Creighton has done to be 10 and 5 and 30 big East with this young squad, a lot of sophomores. But the only junior they got is Devion Mintz. Uh, the, the, the upperclassman is Devion Mintz. You know, he's averaging uh, 8, point, 8 points a game, 30% from three. They got uh, Tyshawn Alexander, who's averaging 16.7 points, sophomore guard, uh, 41% from three, 45% from the field. Mitch Baylock, another sophomore, 10.9 points. 3.9 rebound, 3.5 assists, 46% from three, 45% from the field. Marcus Zagorowski, who is the brother of NBA player Michael Carter-Williams. I had an interview with him last year. You know, he was a target of Penn State, shooting 48% from three, 52% from the field, and 73% from the – I mean, he's an impacting freshman. I mean, this guy's going to be good. He's ready right now. So we have to watch out for the three-point shots, you know, Coming in, these guys can rain them. They can shoot. Damian Jefferson, forty-six um, percent from the three-point line. These guys can shoot. So watch out for them. That's, that's going to be the thing there. Guard them from the three-point line. These guys can hit good. Okay. Looking more and um, more at um, the, the recruiting and what these guys have done. Elijah Hudson's Everett. Is a big guy looking. Lingrid the third, Jalen Duran. He's 2022, Jalen Duran. He's just a phenomenal guy, though. But Lingrid the third. And Scotty Barnes, let's talk more about that. Jeremy Roach. Recently, Evan Daniels put in a, a vote for Jeremy Roach. And I've been saying Jeremy Roach is Villanova for the longest. I've always heard sources say he's a Villanova. You know, the, the, the sources out here have always led me to Villanova. That's it. I just feel like he's Villanova. That's it. You know, Kentucky and Duke are going to go at it, but Villanova has been recruiting real hard. They got his boy on there, Brandon Slater. It's just, it's just a listen. Uh, and it's going to be something to see if Slater and Roach end up being the backcourt down the line for, you know, Villanova. They got two good, uh, it's just a lot of good players on this team going forward with Slater and Moore and Bay and Samuels and. Cole Swire and Jeremiah Robinson. It's just a lot of good players going forward that will be a part of the Villanova future. This is going to be a very deep team next year. 
I see Cole Swider getting a uh, listen. With Pascal going, I see Cole Swider could be the starter at power forward. That's going to be something to look at. Between him and uh, Jeremiah Robinson, Cole Swider gets a lot of confidence. He really gets a lot of confidence. And I, I think there's no question that you can see Jeremiah Robinson reply playing the five. It's going to be a big battle to see who gets what and, um, you know, Dada and all those guys who starts. They're going to have a good rotation between those four. Then you got Eric Dixon. So, so the, next year, Villanova is certainly stacked. Um, when we come back, man, I want to talk more about uh, who I feel Villanova will go after and go get. And the, um, and the essence of players that I feel like Villanova could possibly run into and uh, and get, you know, for the 2020 players. There's only two guys right now, in my opinion, who I'm kind of focusing on and saying, okay, um, those guys, who could be those guys? Who could be those type of players that in this 2020 class? There's only two of them. And when they come back, we're going to talk more about those guys. All right? Follow the leader, y'all. Look, my bitch is all bad, my niggas all real. I ride in dick, there's a big tall hills, big fat checks, big large bills. Burn out flip like 10 car wheels, cold ass bitch. I give raw shoes, send it for looks, and my looks so kill. I kiss them in the mouth, I feel all grills. Heat in the car, that's my song wheels. Woo! I was born a flex, diamonds on my neck. I like boarding jets, I like more than sex. But nothing in this world that I like more than checks. Money. All I really wanna see is that. I don't really need to be any done. All a bad bitch need is something. I got pants in the coop, busting out the roof. I got pants in the coop. Touch me, I'll shoot. Bow, shake a little ass. Get a little bag and take it to the store. Get a little cash. You shake it real fast and get a little more. I got pants in the coop, busting out the roof. I got pants in the coop. Bustin' up the roof, I gotta fly, I need a jet, shit, I need room for my legs, I got a baby, I need some money, shit, I need teeth for my egg, all y'all bitches in trouble, getting brass knuckles to scuffle, I heard that car you went pop, yeah, they go pop, pop, that's me bustin' that bubble, I'm designing with the drip, baby mommy with the clip, walk out bodies with a bitch, bring a thotty to the whip, and she find what she think, pop, damn, fucking pass the mirror, woo, feel I'm fine, let a bitch try me, boo, My neck. I like boarding jets, I like more than sex, but nothing in this world that I like more than checks. All I really want to see is done. I don't really need to be any done. All a bad bitch need is done. I got pants in the coop, busting out the roof. I got pants in the coop. Touch me, I'll shoot, I'll shake a little ass. You get a little bag and take it to stores. Get a little cash, you shake it real fast, you get a little more. I got pants in the coop. Sounds the Cardi B money, y'all go uh, support Cardi B. Um, coming back to a whole nother, whole nother um essence and and what Villanova's really bringing to the table, recruiting Scotty Barnes. Yes, it's scary if Villanova can nab that. Cause now let's talk about what this team brings to the table. What do they bring to the table? Okay, what what do they bring to the table as a team? With Scotty Barnes, we're talking about after this season. I'm expecting Brian Antoine to leave. I'm listen in the 2020 draft. I'm expecting Jeremiah Robinson Earl. If this team comes together, and we're looking at this team, looking at how good Jeremiah Robinson Earl can play with Antoine, two athletic guys on the team. I just don't think nobody starts over Robinson Earl, but he's going to have to battle Cole Swatter. But if you look at Dada, 
they need a defensive presence, a big time guy. Be, I think he's no better center right now than Dada. You need him. And then Jermaine Samuels has been through it all. He's he's shown how tough and athletic he is. I mean, I think that's going to be the biggest battle between Bay and Samuels, not between Gillespie and Quinley, which is going to be a battle. But Samuels and Bay are, are very close, very close. I think eventually Quinley will be over Gillespie. You know, I'm taking nothing from Gillespie. I just, just my my uh, analysis and my and what I what I've seen. You know, I'm going to say it in the best way. There's nothing against Gillespie. You know, I know Gillespie's fan, uh, his uncle out there, Jimmy. You know, it's people the Gillespie family, good family. You know, um, Jim. You know, guys like that. I mean, I love their family. But um, just my evaluation is right on there. Quinley's a talented guy, and he's just he's just he's going to run away eventually with that point guard spot. But um, I think you look at Quinley, Antoine, Samuels. I, I might have to put Bay on there until further notice. I'm gonna put Bay right now. She's like Jay Wright really trusts Bay, and Bay comes in there and he does some things, and Samuels does too. This is really gonna be something to see how that goes. I'm really interested to see how that goes with uh, Jermaine Samuels and Bay. Right now, we'll get Bay there. With a Jeremiah Robinson Earl, and then I say Dada. I just think that's their team. Now in 2020, I'm we'll say Robinson Earl and Antoine Goes. All right. So there they go. And um you bring up I think Cole's next period. I don't care who you are. <laughs> now Scotty Barnes comes in the game. Antoine's gone. Okay, who starts the shooting guard? See stuff that's a little crazy, don't it? Do you put him at the three, Scotty Barnes? Do you bring somebody? Oh, Scotty Barnes can play the two. So now you're looking at probably Slater and Barnes. And Barnes is a one and done. And Roach is going to be. Now, what's going to happen with Roach and Barnes if they both play? Is it going to be Roach and Quinnen? Do I think that can happen? Yes, because Roach is explosive. Roach can, it's the same thing. With Arthur, and, and Jay Wright's known for putting two guys who are point guards at the same position. You can put Roach and Quinley on the same floor. You're talking about two explosive guards who can really get in the lane. Who's going to stop those two guys? Scotty Barnes. Okay, he takes the small forward position. Does he? Yes, I think he takes it. If this happens now, and then you got Cole Swider and Dada still. He's the man in the center. I think you basically have to look at just how good this team is and that notion. And it's crazy because Scotty Barnes, Javon Quinley, Jeremy Roach, wow. I can really see that team working to be something with Cole Swagger and uh, Dada. And then you look at Sadiq Bay, Jermaine Samuels, all these guys getting time. It's really crazy because I really think Jeremy Roach could even come off the bench. We know what can happen. I think that the trust that Wright has with guys who could be one and done is, is something big. They'll come and boom, here they go. Because I think Roach now, if they come, if you come to Villanova, you're not um you have to earn one and done. But some guys, I think Antoine is the one talent on this team. I think Robson Earl could stay a couple of years. I think um, I think Roach could stay a couple of years. But Antoine's out of here. He is out of here. Antoine can really play basketball. These guys are coming to play basketball. And the crazy part is, do I think Antoine could stay? Uh, like he's just a no, no. Antoine knows the deal. Antoine could stay two years. I know people were looking like, what, what? No, I'm just saying, like, he knows that when you come to Villanova, you know there's a possibility that if if there's a, a type of way that Jay Wright wants to run his team, he's, going to do, he's not going to do it based off with how many years you're going to be. So people are just ready to ride for Jay Wright. So that's why I said that. But I think one guy out, out the bunch who is not is going to be Antoine. Antoine's out of here. If they get Roach, Scotty Barnes, these guys know they're going to be NBA. These guys are going to be stars in the NBA. But they come to Villanova, loving Villanova, and knowing that they could both stay two years. That hype of coming one and done is kind of diving down. I think some guys are like, hey, I could stay. It's not like out of the question. 
And then if you're talented anyway, teams will get you anyway. So, you know, it's going to be one of those things. People got to stop tripping on Villanova like they don't know what they're doing. If Car- if Scotty Barnes comes, it's just so many. The thing is, you're looking at so many different lineups. So many different lineups. Very well in 2020, it could be Quinley Gillespie. Just listen to me. Quinley Gillespie, uh, Sadiq Bay, Samuels. Barnes and Roach could be on the bench. Seriously, they could be on the bench. They could be two and done. So I'm just saying to you, I think that's why I think that's another reason why Villanova probably won't wear the green because they know green is a a guy who he ain't trying to stay back and fall back. And, you know, and I think one thing that's so Villanova, so team players to go into Villanova is the fact that, you know, you're going to win a championship. You're going to win here. You're going to get better. You're not only going to get better. You're going to win here. So I'm just kind of like I'm on the realness of it. I'm on. I mean, this is the deep down about Villanova. Teams are now accepting what Villanova brings to the table that oh, I, could, I could, you know, possibly not start here, but I'll be a good player and I'll get my time. Every every player that comes on, they're going to get their shot. They're going to get their time. And while I say next year, I think it's Quinterly season. Because when they lose Booth, another guard has to get their time. And it's Quinterly. It's definitely Quinterly. You got Antoine coming in. There's even the possibility that Antoine comes off the bench. You got Quinley and Gillespie. Antoine still gets starter minutes. But he comes off the bench. Because there's not one guard I feel like next to Quinley or Gillespie that's going to get that time like Antoine going to get. I just don't think it at all. Coming back, we, I'm, I'm going to talk more about some football. Um, Villanova has some guys that are going after, you know. There's some serious, serious competition in the uh, rounds of in the rounds of um, serious, serious competition in the rounds of um, TD, A.O. Durajai, Marvin Pearson. What I mean by competition is that uh, people are going after these guys, but I think Lenova has a, a very, 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 very good chance and uh, getting these guys, and I'll tell you more about it. And um, another thing is that Villanova also uh, coming up with Creighton. It's going to be a big the, – the Big East is big, and they have a lot of Big East games. So when I come back, y'all, I will talk more about Villanova and the football recruit. Follow Lee, y'all. Just whatever you do, make the shit look good. Excuse me. Pull up in a demon on guard, looking like I still do fraud. Flying private jet with the rod. It's a Z shit, it's a Z shit. Pull up in a demon on guard, looking like I still do fraud. Flying private jet with the rod. It's that Z shit. It's that Z shit. Quick question. Kodak, I'm set offset. Who's offset? Is offset here or not? Offset is not offset. So offset's offset. Is offset going to be onset too? But I'm on mute. I'm a bus over because she cute. You know the meat so sweet like booty meat. So sweet. You know the meat so sweet like booty meat. Like booty meat. You know the meat so sweet. Ayo Dorajai is a beast on both sides of the ball, but running back, 
I mean, he can do a lot in this team. And what Villanova's developing is big. Super big. And I think you're going to see a lot from him. On his recruiting classes, people have to develop. Quiet Ismail showed y'all what he's about. 6'7 quarterback. 220 can throw the rock. It's going to be hard to uh, bat him down with guys like Jaquan Allen, Javon Jones, um, Shanga Hodge, Dez Boykin, Julian Yassi. I'm very interested to see Joshua McGreeves. It's a very interesting receiving corps. I'm, I'm really interested to see what goes down um, with that team. Another um, thing is Marvin Pearson, who is uh, a player I talked to about Villanova and Villanova's high on his list. They're a team that won some at tight end. He caught 30 balls for over 500 yards. And he's a guy and with some speed and athleticism. And, and look out for this guy to be this. And I think Villanova has a great chance at him. You're looking at Villanova um, with a lot of guys. T.D. A.O. Derajahi had a visit, right? And his visit, you know, he told me how good it went. I talked to him. He said it was good. He enjoyed the place and the people. What stood out was the relationship with the players, and, you know, the relationship they had with each other and how much they enjoyed each other. Um, he wasn't really sure about a visit he'll have coming up next, but his top schools in Villanova, Rice, Ford, and Lafayette. All right. Um, and, and that lets you know, I think, in that in that sense of the world, Villanova, Villanova, listen, I think he becomes a guy that can miss the Villanova. I think he's got he's from Damascus, which is um, home of another guy, Ryan Bressy, big time um, number one player, rated by two four seven in the nation. You know, big time Penn State target. I mean, listen, he's a good player. He's a good player. Um, check out his highlights. He's a guy that could definitely, definitely improve Villanova. Guys like Elijah Glover, you know, told me about their visit to Villanova. They said um, one thing he brought out about Villanova was what a lot of people do. You know, just like um, Elijah Glover brought it out, a lot of people brought it out. His birthday is today, matter of fact. Um, he said the people were welcoming, staff, students, janitors that cleaned the dorm building. He said it's really a family environment. Which is something everybody wants to see. Jalen, another guy, Dylan Goodman, my guy, who I think is just the most absolute talent, elite talent. He can play receiver good if they would have thrown at receiver, but he'll be a cornerback, and this guy can ball. I mean, he says official visit was great, and what stood out the most was how welcoming every single coach and player was. They made it feel like it, that he was already on the team. I think he's going to be. I love the. Secondary, James Lawson, the Jaquan Admos, the Christian Brentford, you know. He brings so much into this team. Uh, Jalen Goodman's on this team, added to these guys that are already here. I mean, he's a ball hawk, so I really love the position of guys. I mean, they really know how to recruit defensive backs. Super, super great job. I really love Always recruiting playmakers in the backfield. In the backfield, it's just the secondary is there. With a 3-4 defense, it's great to have a good secondary. Guys that go from cornerback to safety that know how to make plays. It's just, I mean, it's great. Um, a real good super team. You look at Latrell Palmer is a guy, like I've always said, that um, Latrell Palmer, James Madison has given this guy a look. Okay, um... So the big thing I have to say about this guy, I mean, him and um, TD, the two guys, they, they either get two or get one. Why are you humble? Another guy. You know, but Billy Hambrook and, and James Petrovich and um, Matt Massa and um, Jaden Rowling, I mean, they're really building a very good. And then next year you got MJ Dumas and um, Kofi Appiah and um, – What's the guy, big guy name? Excuse me, forgetting um Paul Gratton. That's my guy. I mean, these guys are very, very talented, man. And they know how to play football. And I think um they just had to develop. A lot of people are waiting for the young squad to come up. They're waiting for these guys to develop and, and come 
on another brink and, and really develop and grow. You know, if you look at Villanova's football team right now, Justin Covington, Jalen Jackson, I mean, this is you just ready for them to excel and look for some growing pains the second year. But with the talent level they have recruited in a 6'7 quarterback in Ishmael, Jaquan Allen was icing on the cake for offense. I was always waiting for Villanova to go for a receiver. And also, Noelle Miller is another guy who's choosing between Villanova and Delaware, a three-star receiver. That's two three-star receivers. Villanova needs this. They need receivers, and they got size. Putting Noelle Miller and Jaquan Allen on this team makes this team different. Changa Hodge needs the ball. And I think Quadra Ismail will get it to him. Dez Boyd, I, I really see Villanova turning into a team. Listen, Villanova is close to being an NFL, to, to putting the FCS to another level, getting guys drafted in the NFL that have been on winning teams and been good players on winning teams. It, I mean, Austin Calitro. Look what he did for Seattle. You have to know that Villanova's on the brink of making – they could make something happen, more eyes to the FCS. South Dakota and North Dakota have put some guys – guys go there, Carson, Winston, you know what I mean, they're there. You know, but Villanova's always putting somebody in there. And soon – I mean, you got guys like Don Cherry who was, you know, looking good in spring and practices with the Eagles from Villanova. I mean, some, Malik Reeves – has been on teams. He's on one that look cornerback. I mean, just, just pay attention to these teams. I mean, Villanova is if you're if you're if you're anywhere and you're going to FCF school, Villanova win or lose, they always have a competitive season for one, but they always give you that exposure. It's real big, man. So, um, just look for that right there. When we come back, I wanted to say this for the last conversation. I want to talk more in the last talk about more Villanova basketball in terms of who develops, where people go. We're going to get on there. NBA draft room. My wife for NBA draft from the best in my drafts. And we're going to talk about some NBA Villanova. That's what we're going to do when we get back. All right? Tell you, we're going to talk about some of that when we get back. All right? Follow the leader. Check it out. Support them guys. Listen, y'all. Um, I want to get to more, more on um what I feel like the ending is opposed to Villanova in the 2020 class, man. Um, it's big. It's real big because Villanova's a winning program. And they're looking for those guys to put the period at the end. Um, I tell you what, I've been looking. I've been thinking, and um. R.J. Hampton is a guy who um, could be uh, pursued by Villanova. Seriously. I'm seeing a lot of things out there, guy. Like he, he's a 
he's he's a beast out there. And um, Jalen Green's cool with him. So I'm just thinking, you know, how people follow recruiting paths. If you see me, R.J. Hampton's a friend. I think if they go after Jalen, they're going to give R.J. Hampton an offer. No doubt about it. Now, let's talk about the Scotty Barnes thing. It's not really on call on that part yet. But the rumors are floating out there. And I know Villanova hears it, you know. If Villanova didn't know it, they know it now. So... Just look for that. You could you could be off of thrown soon. Why not? Shoot one of the top ten players in the in the in the sky can play point guard. He can. He can play point guard. He's very patient. He can play defense. He's pretty good. Um, we're looking at guys like Roach and you know Roach. He can bring Roach's commitment will bring people there regardless. He's number one point guard in the nation. When see, really, we can't talk about none of. See, recruiting, I was telling, like, Jalen Green people, man, I, you know, I knew that, uh, you know, I, I would tell them, you know, yeah, Nova going, you know, like Nova, you know, Nova got the offer, you know, and um, they'd be like, is Nova going to holler at us? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, I mean, I thought Villanova was coming. I thought Villanova was going to recruit Jalen Green, you know, and, and head at him at some times, and they didn't. But it don't mean there's nothing wrong with Villanova. So everybody has their how they move, man. It's how they move. How Villanova moves. Villanova has, you know, Jalen Green, when they gave Jalen Green the offer, it probably wasn't that type of hype around them. And then Villanova also had to deal with their class they had to finish with. They just finished with the ninth, the third ranked class in all of basketball. They have the number three class in the nation. I mean, it was real hard to reel in uh, Jeremiah Robson early. That was a but then they still had to go for Brian Antoine. Now, as you now they come back and Kentucky is in on Jalen Green, uh, Memphis. Jalen Green's a big deal, so it takes a lot of attention to go at Jalen Green. There was no way in the world Villanova could have went at Jalen Green when they were recruiting so many of their last two prospects who both turned out to be five stars. There was no way that was going to happen. It's just a very hard thing to do, especially with all the noise and attention of a number one overall player has to get. You have to come down on. You have to put that. You can't just. It's already an offer there. So that's the first thing. Now what has to happen is, you know, it has to be attention. And they're not ready right now. And then Jeremy Roach, they had recruited him. They won't. Even when. They were, they were recruiting Jeremy Roach, you know, for a minute. You know why it's so easy to recruit Jeremy Roach? Because he plays for the same high school that Brandon Slater played for. Villanova Commit. They were already recruiting him when they were recruiting Slater. So that you step when you go off of him because you got Jalen Green. When they gave Jalen Green a, a scholarship, he wasn't even – he had no stars yet. He wasn't even called number one. I called him number one. He ain't had no stars yet. I knew he was going to be the best player in that, in that whole class. He was just a whole other talent. He was something different. He was something different. Unicorn, damn right. Unicorn, damn fam. Because all them boys on there are different. Different. All right? RJ is something different. James White, listen. Guys on their team were something different. Period. So, um, um. It's just going to be real different to see. Elijah Hutchins Evans is a guy I want to look at. And that's it, another guy with an offer. I think all in all, he could be a Villanova Wildcat. Watch out. Everett and Roach are the Wildcats to watch out for. They both have offers right now. Let's just get real. Who else has an offer with Villanova? Isaiah Todd. Isaiah Todd has an offer. But Isaiah Todd, I, don't, I haven't heard anything, any, any, any big feedback from Villanova on Isaiah Todd. And it's interesting to see where they go on that note. But I think I, um, Everett, Roach, and Barnes, right now, this is my ladder. All right? Don't be surprised if I say Lindgren the third, too, but I doubt it right now. I, they're, they're, they're looking at it. They've been talking to him. But Scotty Barnes, Everett, and Roach are the two guys for, for this right now. If you want to ask me, because I've had my – I've told you who I think is going to end this class, and I've had my changes. Right now, as of right now, Everett is the next guy. I mean, he has the offer. He's playing big. He can shoot from the outside. He is a Villanova player, 
and he told me they really know was recruiting them. On via Instagram, he told me, yeah, they recruited me. So, and then you look at Roach. Look, look who top five, final five, final four. I mean, this is Roach, and then Evan Daniels comes in with that, and then you Scotty Barnes could impact. I want to see where that goes. It's not a definite, but Villanova was recruiting Scotty Barnes last year. So that's why I throw it in there like, okay. Not just because people say they can infect Scotty Barnes because Barnes wants to play with Roach. No, Villanova was recruiting Scotty Barnes last year. So listen, it's going to be big. These guys are going to do their thing. Um, shout out to everybody who supports the uh, Follow the Podcast Villanova Radio. Nova Nation, tap the rock. It's time. I believe this football team. You can call me crazy. I believe in this football team. Um, next year, I'm looking at Shanka Hodge and um, Jalen Jackson is going to be. Damone Drew, he always. I can't wait for them to just get the time. Now that Forbes is gone, you see Jackson and Drew. It's going to be good. Covington does his thing. I got an interview coming with Covington soon. Um, I got a lot of things to get on, man. Um. Villanova Radio, big, big. Uh, I got uh, Eagle Radio coming. And I got Sixer Eagle. I got their radio coming soon to this. So I'm out, y'all, because I'm coming right back to y'all. Follow leader, man. We started off as close friends. Somehow you turn into my girlfriend. We used to tell each other everything. I even went and bought a diamond ring. Mentioned in the rings, everything was so cool. Lately, baby, man, it's so rude. I don't know what's on my